Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 88 of What the Dice. Now, in the What the Dice fashion, I'm 88 episodes in, and Nightland and I had a discussion, and now we're changing up the intro, because this is what we do at What the Dice. Here's what we've done. Throughout our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Discord, and rating sites, I'm going to be randomly selecting a random name at a random time to put in a random shout-out in a random intro. So here is our first random shout-out in the random intro to a random person. This random person is Josh from Oregon. I want to say thanks for listening, thanks for following us on the Book of Faces, and I hope you enjoy the show. So remember, if you want to get your own shout-out here on What the Dice's random intro, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, wherever else. And you never know when it'll happen. Because random. Now, that was the episode 88 intro. This is Dan the GM. I'm going to shut up and let you all get on with this week's episode of What the Dice. We follow the old, worn path down from the village just before the coastline. On the edge of this forest and beach, we find the campsite of the storyteller. The once barren little campsite is now a little bit busier. In the center of the camp, there is a fire that is almost always burning. To the north, a log cabin that is, well, half done? Maybe a little more. You see cut logs prepped and ready for either cooking or hewning. You see homemade fishing rods strung with some form of string. And there, sitting on a log with the book in hand, the storyteller. His once worn cloth cloak has been replaced with something that is more akin to a leather. Looks up and gives a big smile. My friends, my friends, sit, sit. Now, last we spoke, we had a murder involving a captain, a racist human named Golcat, and many strange clues that are Alpha Team has slowly acquired. And now with a ring and a gem split in two, and a perfume that seems interesting enough to catch Cat's eye, we continue our story. Sit back, me friends, and hear me tale. In the last episode, you guys had a chance to Get some rest until early morning where you were awoken by Baka Baklava knocking on your door and letting you know that the notorious, ever-loved by all, Golcat has been found dead in a pool of his own blood. During the investigation, you guys have found that that room was particularly cold thanks to Defibulus. And thanks to Kalila, it was scented, strangely, with a perfume. And Faye also made sure that he was dead, which he was. Uh, waking up the, well, getting the first officer and Terry, you guys secured the room to make sure that 
no one else would intrude on this crime scene. And Baka Baklava poured out his big old heart to Faye. In the last bit of the morning, as the sun rises, the lights on the Murdoch turn to a warm orangey glow. And the music upstairs begins to pick up and plays a jaunty good morning tune as the smell of cooking eggs and bacon or bacon like meat is being cooked the automatons are working at peak uh, efficiency as they prepare for the morning what would you guys like to do well Kalila's gonna at least get up shower dress kind of thing wait for the crew to wake up so that way she can return her bottle of alcohol to that lovely cook of a of a drow okay hey kalila yes is this ring magic she will detect magic perception 18 the ring itself is of mundane origins but where a gemstone would sit has the fading sparkle of magic. If there was a gem in it, I would say the gem probably was what was enchanted, not the ring itself. There's a faint, you know, dusting of magic essence on it, essentially, but it, it's not what held the enchantment. Hmm. All right, I got stuff I need to do. What's your plans for the morning? We at least get to discuss it first? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go bug the collector. All right, that sounds good. I'm going to get the... Ooh, we need to get Faye those letters. We need to figure out how to do that. Is she up yet? Did she ever go to sleep? That's a good question. I was asleep when she came in. As Kalila goes and looks back towards the door. Um, Faye stayed to talk with Baka for a few minutes. And then uh, came back in to sigh unhappily at her bed. And then start cleaning up for the morning. No sleep for you, huh? Not much. Last we left you was at the bar. Yeah, I stayed for a bit and uh, came back down really, really late. I, I heard some arguments. Raised voices. Displeasure. I can't tell who it was. And then I started to drift off and the next thing you know, poor Bach has banged on the door. At least you got some hours. Mm, not really. Coffee better be strong this morning. Pretty sure we can make sure it's strong. Well, Defibulus is going to go investigate some things, talk to the collector. I was figuring we need to get you those letters. And we also need to figure out now who's murdered Golcat. Okay, but not before breakfast. Alright, food it is. But if I have to be awake for all this, I need to be fed for all this. Lila <laughs> will nod and understand that and head upstairs. As you head upstairs, you see Corganaut sitting at the bar, eating away what looks like bacon, eggs, what seems to be a whole loaf of bread by himself. Okay, the I feel The elf woman and Lady Katana 
are sitting on two opposite sides of the Murdoch in the padded area in the towards the front of the ship. They are not staring at each other. They are just sitting, eating. Uh, both of them eating what look like sweet breads and fruit. The elf male, the husband, sitting at the bar, drinking a cup of coffee. The halfling comes up just past you and grabs two large plates of food and then walks downstairs. Just making a note as he comes up. I'm not obviously sniffing him, but I am sniffing him. Perception check. 23. He doesn't smell feminine. He doesn't smell like perfume. Um, but he does smell like tears, as if someone had been hugging him and probably crying. Probably a uh, fancy man. Faye's going to turn around and, and hurry after him real quick and get his attention. He stops and goes, what's up? You need to get that poor boy a tailor. I understand you're trying to teach him the, how to hang out in the world, the upper class. Make sure he looks the part. There's an awful lot of torn clothing in that room. Yeah, uh, that's how I met him, was at a tailor's place. I'm I'm working on it. When I met him, he couldn't speak common, so. All right, um, it, it'll do him a lot of good out in the world. I think people will take him a little more seriously, and that's what he wants. Yeah, I, I agree. But he says he's got some new big plan to to buy his own place, so I'm hoping that over where this casino is, he can find himself a, a nice home. He deserves it. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I get that. Um, I, I understand that desire to have somewhere to put roots down to come back to. Um, take care of it. I'll, uh, we'll try and get this cleared up. Yeah. He's, uh, he's kind of torn up. I'm gonna go get breakfast for him. Do later. Mm hmm. As the halfling walks down, you see Terry walking up the stairs and taking a piece of lint off the edge of his coat. He dusts it off and takes his normal position. Does the Sibius see the collector around for breakfast? No, you do not. The Fibulous will eat breakfast and then go find the collector. As you go down, you walk over to his his room. You can hear what sounds like the ocean, maybe. It, it, definitely seagulls. And then it just stops. The Fibulous will uh, knock on the door. It takes a moment or two, but the door opens and the collector is standing there in his travel cloak and fairly mundane clothing, and he's shuffling a deck of cards. He goes, ah, well, Divibulous, please, please, come in, my friend. Uh, have you seen these cards that I purchased? They, they weren't too long ago, and I was sorting my things, and I found them. How can I help you? You have a uh, jeweler's eyepiece? Figured someone with your collecting expertise would have, potentially have such a, an item in hand. Are you looking to purchase one? Are you looking to borrow one? Well, I'm looking for someone. Well, I mean, I I understand it, using one for like, using stuff like that for engineering, but not like 
gem types. Oh, you're looking for something that for dealing with like finding flaws in gems. Yeah, or identifying powder to see if it was it was a gem. He goes, I might have one. Um, it might take me a couple of m minutes to find. Um, do you want me to... Do you want to wait here? Do you want me to bring it to you? Oh, I can wait. I don't want to trouble you and make you have to go upstairs and deal with anyone. He nods. He goes, well, give me a couple of moments. I will we'll search my things. He pulls out what would be like a, uh, a doctor's bag. Something big and, or something bulky and black. As he sets it down, it has the clink of tools. He opens it. And as he opens it, I need a perception check. Nat 20. With a nat 20, you could swear by all things good, you hear whispers in the wind. And it almost feels like the room chills just slightly. Pulling out a jeweler's eyepiece, he hands it to you. He goes, now, be, be careful with this. It's a one of a kind. One of the most brilliant jewelers I have ever met has made many a crown with this. Call me crazy, but was your bag whispering and generating a lot of cold? He goes, well, th this room is strangely drafty, and every now and then I swear I do hear whispers, but I think it's just the sound of the wind being split by the propellers. I unfortunately got stuck next to one of the engines. Defibrious is going to take a He goes, do you mind if I take a look around? Maybe I can find where the, uh, the air current is and have it fixed. He goes, well, I, I prefer the cold. I will let Terry know before... I exit just to let them repair what damages are done. But please, just return that to me when you're done. Sure thing, but before Obsidian goes, he will take a just a quick glance around the room. Okay. Are you looking for something particular? Anything that would be causing a draft or such a cold drop in temperature. Okay. Roll your perception. 23. You do notice that the drapes that would go over the window, they seem to be rustling a little bit, as if maybe the window isn't fully sealed and it's letting in some of the high-altitude wind. Not enough to damage or make it dangerous to be there, but just enough to legitimately drop the temperature in this room a fair amount. Yeah, but does that explain the uh, whispering? No, it does not. But it does explain the cold. All right. Defibrous will say one, so, uh, once I'm done, I'll bring this back to you. He goes, mm, of course, just please be gentle with it. All right. Defibrous will head back to the group because okay. he needs someone with good, really good eye, sharp eyesight. The, uh, Kalila and Faye, you are up on the casino floor. What would you guys like to do? Well, Kalila's going over to the kitchen. See if her drow friend is there. Your drow friend is there, and you see her cooking up several things of types of fish. Uh, looks like they've been they've been skillfully cut, gutted, 
descaled and seasoned to perfection for breakfast. Oh, she's excited about that. The smell around the ki- the kitchen area is heavy with the smell of earthened spices. Nothing too spicy, nothing too sweet. Everything in that perfect balance to give your body the energy it needs to do a long day of hunting, gambling, or just adventuring. She looks over at you and gives you a nod as she places the knife in her hand down gently. Walking up, she's wiping her hands carefully with a rag. So, did you have your fun last night? She'd smirk going, returning thy bottle. She goes, Hardly oh. used. Well, I mean, if you're going to return a gift. Plenty of ways to do it. If anything, I was going to say you gave me a second gift, that marvelous fish you're cooking behind you. She looks back and she goes, oh, that, yeah. That's uh, one of my specialties. I like fish. There's so many ways you can cook with it. So uh, I heard our little human friend has problems with the morning after drinking. Yeah, very much so. He came up and tried to order something alcoholic, and when they served the glass down, she cringed in pain. It's sad that humans can't hold their alcohol like we can. Agreed. I think the regular bottle of wine that I was originally going to carry down would have done the job. Well, at least you got what you needed, but keep the bottle. It was from the captain's private stock. Oh, I was making sure it wasn't yours. By all means, as she tucks that back into her bag. She nods and she hands you a, a prime cut of fish. You're too sweet to me. <laughs> I can be tons sweeter. I just heard the oh my in my head. Just so you know, like I am trying not to sass so much here. She gives a smirk and she goes, so are you stopping at the casino or are you taking the whole trip to Godsfell? We are taking the entire trip to Godsfell. She She goes, well, maybe we'll get to spend more time together seeing we're all heading to Godsfell to deal with the selling. Oh, it's not happening in the lizard place. No, we'll, we'll, we'll pick the contract we want and then we will decide what happens from there. I do know that the captain gave me a hefty pay increase to stay aboard. Hmm, he already promised to keep you before he knew what he was going to do with his share. Yes. One of the things that makes the Murdoch special is we can tailor the menu to anyone. And it's hard to find a chef that is willing to work with anything you put in front of them. I have gotten myself cookbooks from all the different places. I'm currently waiting to get a copy of some cookbooks for tiefling diets. Interesting. So it's one of those things of is if you get rid of me, I take all of my books with me. Which means you rely on the very basic knowledge of these automatons. And they are good at cleaning and gutting fish and cutting 
and preparing fruit, but they can't cook. They just do the basics. And then you run the risk of having a chef that refuses to touch meat. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm an elf, but a good piece of meat is hard to say no to. You'll just smirk and understand that on too many different levels. <laughs> I heard that the first mate is calling a staff meeting later today. Mm. Everything all right? Did you figure out who... Dunn did the things? Yes. She goes, the Dunn did the things got more complicated, and that's what your staff meeting's going to be about. Speaking of which, you mentioned, I believe, the last time we talked that you could speak all the different elven languages. Yes, I'm a linguist of sorts why so i'm going to assume you can also read and write them just as well mm, writing not so much but yes i can read and verbally translate most if not all spoken elven languages the writing is a little weird it's eh, it, it's that's fair but if we brought you letters you could translate them absolutely Mm, that's something that we're working on to solidify the the, the done didding of the things she nods. Any more gossip or ways to uh, deal with those two? Doing a head nod to the two silently bickering women at the bar or wherever they're at at the opposite ends of the fluff things. Leaning on the, the marble slab that is the buffet, she smiles. She goes, well, I don't think the human's much of an issue. I don't think she can open her eyes more than a squint. The elf woman, she just gives a, a smirk. She goes, she seems like she has more fire than blood in her. Say anything about her, her family, her place in the councils, or practically anything in... I have a feeling she would fly off the handle. Hmm. Good point. She kind of already did that wonderful display rolling down the stairs. She smiled. She goes, I kind of wish she would have bounced and went down the second flight. That would have been nice, I'm sure. She nods and she goes, well, if there's anything else... I do have to finish preparing breakfast. I'll just sit here and admire your work as she happily stuffs a bite of fish in her mouth. As she walks off, she gives her hips a slight wiggle more than she would normally. Faye, what would you like to do? Eat. <laughs> <laughs> Such the simple answer. Faye is probably going to choose some sourdough, uh, something a little savory for breakfast, maybe some eggs. And I believe the Fibulous is also upstairs. Oh no, the Fibulous! You have now approached the stairs, and you are on the the casino floor with the jeweler's eyepiece in hand. Yep. Kalila. I need 
a straight d20 roll. No modifier. Eight. Okay. Defibulous, what would you like to do? He is making a beeline to uh, Faye and Kalila. Okay. Well, Faye is at the bar. Kalila's at the buffet. So they're about 20 feet apart from each other. He'll go to Faye first. Okay. Morning. At least you didn't say good morning. <laughs> Tired morning. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I haven't had, like, enough coffee yet either, but, you know. But if I gave you one of these to use, which you need to be very careful with, as it's been emphasized repeatedly to me, could I have you look at the ring, some gem, potential gem dust, and some other stuff? I mean, I could look at it. I'm not a jeweler. Yeah, but I figure you've got, like, sharp eyes for details. I can look at it. I'm not a jeweler. Good enough. I mean, if I had an identification guide, I could probably make a relatively educated guess, but I never made any study of that. Well, consider it field exercises. Like I said, I need an identification guide. I don't have one. Kalila is obviously going to probably be able to hear this sitting only 20 feet away and it's just oh just look at the damn rock Faye. like i said i can look at it but i don't know what you want me to tell you i can't tell you what it was see if you see anything abnormal other than it's a pretty shiny thing if i don't know what it was i don't know what's abnormal for it just look at it i need more coffee for this <laughs> you know what this reminds me of hmm the cursed doll that got up and ran away. But I need to track it, but we can't kill it. But I can't kill it when we can't kill it if I don't track it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely that. Um, Defibulous, are you holding out or showing Faye the jeweler's eyepiece? Yes. Faye, I need a perception check. Oh, Lord. Like, seriously, why do none of us have our perception numbers memorized? I'm getting there today. 23. As Defibulous holds out this jeweler's eyepiece, something catches your eye. This thing is old. Like, several hundred years old. The glass that you can see is in mint condition. A jeweler's eyepiece of this quality would be something that a masterwork jeweler a hundred and something years ago would have. But it would be, you know, show some wear and tear. This looks like it is mint condition. Uh, the mm, Yes. Where did you get that? Borrowed it from the collector. Please put it on the bar very carefully. On a napkin. The purpose will do so. I need you to not move. Keep your eye on that. I'll be right back. Faye is going to go get a pair of gloves. Okay. She's weirder than Clyde. 
At least I don't smell like onion. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> smelled as an onion either. Yeah, she does smell better than an onion. And she doesn't walk up and she doesn't hug everything. Or tie ropes to them. Or tie ropes to people. Yet. It'll happen. All right, Faye, you are, I'm assuming, running down to your room to get the gloves? Yes, um, white cotton gloves. You grab them out of your kit and assuming you're returning upstairs? Yes. Okay. And then the playing begins. Okay, so walking back up to the bar, um, she's going to grab a bottle of something very high proof, clean off her hands dry them off, and then put the gloves on before she handles the jeweler's IP. Okay. What do you want me to do with this again? Mm, take a look at the... He'll open the book page to where he has that dust. I need to see if this is metal shaving or or gem stuff. And then I want to see if we can try to match it to the other gems that we found. Okay, that I might handle. I think I can tell the difference between metal and crystal. Yeah, crystal tends to be somewhat see-through, I would imagine. Some of them. Okay. Is it somewhat? Also, it was really weird. The collector's room is, like, really cold, and when he opened his bag of tools, there were whispers. It's not the first time you've heard things no one else has heard things. True, but this is even weird for, instead of, you know, some random voice just talking to me directly. I mean, it's just I, give me the dust. Just give me the dust. I, I don't want to hold this thing for any longer than I have to. It needs to go back. He'll hand the, uh, the, the item to her carefully. Okay, so I'm going to turn around a little bit to find the best light and take a look at the dust to determine was it metal or crystal, uh, crystalline of some sort. I'm just going to make a best guess. As you hold this eyepiece up to your eye, you begin to hear the sounds of little gears clicking. The lens inside as you peer through seems to focus all on its own. You could almost sense something reaching down through the eyepiece. And you begin to see the little pieces of dust begin to slowly separate. You see, it seems to be sorting it between metal and crystal. After a few moments, it gives you a glint. It looked like it's pieces of a yellow stone. You can't tell what kind of cut it is. But you can almost hear, hmm, it was flawed. This cut was incorrect. Hmm. Laziness. That, that's what this is, is laziness. I wouldn't give more than a tin for this piece. Tisk. Gem cutters must be more precise. And then the gears click off. And it's almost as if you feel like an eye had closed and you can no longer see through the piece. 
I was just gonna wait for a convenient opportunity, but while she was looking through the piece, I was gonna say I was gonna detect magic. Now I feel awkward about saying I was gonna detect magic. You can still detect magic. Because of her hype of like, don't touch it. Yeah, no, reacting, go ahead. So. Perception check. Faye is hyperventilating slightly. <laughs> Hence why she was detecting magic, because she's reacting to Faye. That's fine, go ahead. 30. It's strange. You can see that the crystal powder has fading magic. But when your eyes look up at the jeweler's piece, there's nothing. Even when you look at Defibulous or even yourself in a mirror, you give off some form of magic. This eyepiece gives nothing. You just see blackness in the shape of the silhouette of the eyepiece. Okay, well, that's just creepy. She's not saying that aloud. I was about to say, it can't be as creepy as what I just heard. So, Faye, find anything? Um... Did I write something or draw something that horrible in my book? I really honestly do not care what you put in your book. You, you can't shock me these days. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Okay, look, I still need more coffee. So... Is this suddenly above your pay grade? There's no pay grade for this. Welcome to the team we deal with really weird stuff all the time? Yes. Welcome to the... What 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 does the rat's color call us? The alpha team? We need to come up with a better name. Can we rename ourselves? The Barefooters? The Barefooters. There you go. Mm. The Bear Paws? Uh, something with rope. Like something Cat Bear? I need to renegotiate my contract. I am not being paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're paying you? Did you get it? Kalila, did you get mentioned of any pay? Well, they have given us money plenty of times in giant chunks because we're not there to receive a weekly stipend. That and they covered our house and our food expenses. All so right, fair enough. We're getting paid. So. While she's flabbergasted, hmm? I just think that was metal shavings or gem fragments. Both. All right, anything else? She wouldn't have weirded out if it was just an answer of both. I'm waiting. Give, give me, give me. G give me the other thing you want me to look at. Faye. She'll put the uh, cut stones in front of her. Yeah. As they ask what you saw, you just hear the, shh, don't say. Uh, you, uh, okay, so, so that other voice shushed me. Okay. Okay. Um, give me the other, give me the other thing. Kalila will put the uh, perfectly sliced in half gem that she found in front of her to look at. This one I can pick up and handle with the gloves, so I will. Okay. And while she's investigating that, Kalila's going to look at a defibulous and be like, By the way, that thing looks really weird if I detect magic. It's like black and void, meaning like the absence thereof, or maybe worse, I don't know. Maybe it's ancient? Also, your dust was glowing magical. There's remnant magic dust on that, whatever it was. 
So it's highly possible that the person who did the thing did, and the other thing could have also done the thing in the engine room. They could be the same people, or it could be coincidental that they're two different people using specialized things to commit things. Yes. There's a lot of things going on. Vaguity is important. I say we pack this ship with explosives. That is an option. Faye, are you using the jeweler's eyepiece? Yeah. What do I see when I look through the creepy thing at the two halves of the crystal? Almighty ball. <laughs> As you look through the jeweler's eyepiece, the gears start to click again. And it looks like oh, here we go. it looks like the eye opens back up. Like a not an iris, but like if you close your eyes like eyelids. As you look down into your hand, you see the gem as a single piece. You can see small little fragments inside the jewel. And then you hear the voice again. Tisk, tisk, tisk. This was once such a beautiful stone, imbuing it with ice. They will never learn. If you want to imbue magic, the stone must be perfect. Any flaw will damage it. Any flaw will change it. They will never learn. The gears click and it zooms in a little bit more. Then a little bit more. More than a normal jeweler spectacle could. Look at these flaws. This isn't a flaw of cut. This is a flaw of greed. The eye slowly closes and the gears begin to click. And with that, this episode ends here. Well, well, me friends. It seems as if the Alpha Team has a new item that has given them a sight of what's going on. Separating metal from crystal and remerging broken stone. But Faye has now a strange voice whispering in her ear. Well, I don't know about you, me friends. But when dealing with the strange and unusual, one might think twice before placing one eye on a borrowed spectacle. Well, of course, me friends, in the world of Niratova, not everything is as it should be. Not with the Bone God, the Bone Goddess, and all the darkness that has been showing up. Well, my friends, that is all the time we have for this eve. For the moon is high, and it is time for me to say farewell. And until next time, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, 
Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 